Oh, yeah. TGIF Let's Go Neighborhood. Sometimes you just gotta book some fantasy to plan out some wrestling, what you want it to be. This is By the Book. Come take a look. By the Book. Well, technically, you'll hear it. DC's just a fan laying out his plan. By the Book. To get you in the spirit. This is By the Book. So, hey, neighborhood, if you're feeling low, DC will save you with this podcast show. This is By the Book. By the book. Shooby doo wop, wada. Yeah. Welcome back to By the Book. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. I'm not just a DC Matthews. I am the DC Matthews. I'd prefer to just be at DC Matthews, but somebody named Dawn um, has that Twitter handle. And uh, I don't think she tweets. I believe she lives in Washington, D.C., interestingly enough, if I remember correctly. That could be totally made up. But, uh, yeah, she has the handle. And I wish they would, uh, you know, free it up because I'd love to just be at D.C. Matthews. But I digress. Every time I sit down to record this show, I think to myself, self, you should make this purely 100% evergreen. And of course, what I mean by that is you should make no mention of uh, the day, what day it is that you're recording, the time of year that you're recording. You should just do the tournament that you are here to do. And yet every time I'm like, I don't, I don't feel like that is what this is. You know, I think you should know that it is the afternoon of May 1st. I think you should know that the last time I recorded it was night one of WrestleMania. So it's been a few weeks since I have recorded one of these. Um, I think you should know that I completely forgot what I was doing. I had to go back. I learned. I had to go back and kind of look through the notebook. The notebook is still here. Haven't lost that. Uh, But I did go through and familiarize myself with exactly what I'm doing here in the consolation round of Corona Cup Season 2. I even went back and listened to part of um, the last episode, if only to remember my rules, because I had forgotten. And I even wrote them down. Uh, I'm not looking. I believe I know the four rules now. I'm a little nervous that maybe there was a fifth rule that I made while recording the last episode and have since forgotten. But that's just going to how that's just going to have to be how it is. Uh, the rules are a team I've seen defeats a team I haven't seen. Uh, number two is team name defeats a non-named team. Um, historical context. Would, would, that would have been the rule I forgot. The first two I knew right off the bat. And I would have remembered the last one. The last one being if I can't name both of the people in the team, that's a bad sign. And so I, I should probably not give them the win. Um, the, the one I probably would have forgotten is uh, the one about – I've forgotten. Uh, historical context. That's the one. 
that's the one. Can I tell you how nervous I am? And the reason I am so nervous right now is because uh, the people who listen to this show, let's be honest, the people who listen to this show, Jeremy and Glenn and Brandon Banks, I am sure others listen and I appreciate you, but you've not told me. And I've asked many times. I've asked many times for you to let me know if you listen to this. Um, those are the big three that I know who listen. They're my inner circle. And they enjoy when I make a mistake. They enjoy just the uh-oh factor when I realize that I have totally screwed up something. Um, and while I don't mind that, I want this to be transparent. Uh, the entire DDT podcast has been transparent. Um, but now I'm nervous because I know that if and when I make a mistake, I, I have three people who are going to bust my chops. So I'm glad you're enjoying the show at least. Uh, we're halfway through the consolation round. And in my head, I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to finish the consolation round in this episode. I'm just going to get it done. There are only 16 pages left. If I push through, maybe this episode reaches about an hour. I don't remember how long the last one was. I, I'm, I don't now that I'm five and a half minutes into recording and I haven't even started the dang thing yet. Um, I don't know how that's going to work. Plus, there is something to doing the consolation round in four episodes for being a perfect bracket number. I'll go until I'm, I'm, I don't want to do it anymore, which hopefully will be at least a page or two. Um, i trying to think of anything else I want to say. I also am feeling a little bit of pressure because uh, two reasons. Number one, um, it'll be a couple of weeks ago for you, but it is relatively recently for me. My laptop is so dusty and not in the like I'm about to cry like legitimately there is a layer of dust that I can see I've opened my window um, I was listening to last episode and I was talking about how I was looking through a little crack between the blind and you know I could see a little bit of blue sky so I pulled the blind so I can actually look out the window and see <clears throat> the nursing home <laughs> I, from this angle where I'm looking, if I look directly out, there's my car, and behind my car is the nursing home that was built on what used to be a driving range. So it used to be a golf course, and now it's a nursing home. I used to walk. Well, it was, there was a par three course there, actually. Um, and I used to go for walks, and there's new apartments that have been built since we've lived here. We've lived here for now, going on 15 years. And when I walked around there, it was behind the driving range, and I would collect the balls that had been hit so hard they went out of the driving range. Um, and one time I went and brought them all back. Yeah, this is going to be a weird episode. I haven't recorded by myself in a while, so strap in, friends. Um, I would collect them, and I had a big, you know, basket, essentially. I don't remember what it was. I don't think I had a bucket. Well, maybe it was an old bucket. But I had a couple hundred of their golf balls um, and a couple of, you know, I had found some softballs. I don't know where they had come from, but either way. So I went to them and I just said, hey, you know, um, I live next door. I found these while walking. Uh, I'm giving them back. And the owner was was flummoxed. At first, he was very confused. He thought I had stolen them. Then when he realized what I was talking about, he was really grateful. And he was like, would you like to, you know, do you want to bring them out onto the driving range and you can get a club and just hit them? Um, he must have known by looking at me that I'm not a golfer. So there was no risk of me going out of the range. 
unless I went far to the left or to the right and wound up hitting either my own car or the grocery store. Um, and I said no, you know, because I've gone to driving ranges before. It's fun when you're with people, but by myself, I saw no reason. And he was like, well, we have an ice cream shop. Do you want some ice cream? And, you, you know, I think we all know what my answer was then. And so I came home with ice cream, and my wife was like, you just were, you're supposed to go bring the balls back. And I said, well, this ice cream was free. And that was all my wife needed to hear for her to be really excited. So we snacked on, we went out and sat on the porch and snacked on free ice cream and, you know, talked about, you know, how it pays to be nice. It pays to be helpful. It pays to be kind. And I, I, and I, th- I hope you've learned that. So thanks for joining us on this episode. <laughs> See you later. Uh, I haven't even made my point yet. Why I'm feeling pressure. My word. Um, I'm feeling pressure for two reasons. Number one, Doc Manson has said he misses the list. So at some point, maybe, <laughs> that means we're going to need to record the list. And I don't know how many podcasts I can do regularly, uh, but I'm not keen to find out because you only know how many you can do when you can't do them anymore. Um, so part of me wants to get this tournament finished uh, so that we can do the list. And then the NFL draft is happening, I think, right now, um, which usually means May, June, it's DDT draft season. Year, gosh, five, six, something like that. Um And I should probably be able to focus on that. Glenn pointed out that I probably shouldn't be trying to manage drafts and do this, which is a good point. I'd like to give it to Jeremy. I've said this to him before. I don't know that he believes me. I'd like to pass the the running of the draft, the organizing of the draft and the the management of the draft to Jeremy. Uh, I'd like to let go of that completely. I'm in a mode both in my professional life, my actual professional life, and here. I'm trying to give up my responsibilities. Um, And so I'd like to give it to Jeremy. If Glenn wanted to help, um, I'd give it to both of them. I would give it, I'll say this, and this is coming out, you know, I'll say this right now. Uh, I would like to give the draft to the Piece of Business podcast. I would like to change the DDT draft to the POB draft, the POB draft. That's what I'd like to do. I'd like to enjoy the draft as a drafter and not have to worry about the management and the questions and figuring out the trades and dealing with the difficult people where sometimes you have difficult people. Um, so I should probably tell them that or I should wait and forget that I said this. And in I think this will come out in three weeks unless I go to start doing two episodes a week. Um in two or three weeks, just they should be very surprised when this comes out. Hi, guys. I'd like to give you a draft. Would you like it? I would I would trust you with the draft. If you screw up, I'll take it back next year. But I would like to give you on a trial basis uh, the DDT draft. So that's why I'm feeling pressured to kind of get this tournament done. Although I know there's so much more to do. You know, me getting all of this consolation round doesn't do a whole lot um, to get stuff done. But now as we reach the 12-minute mark, 
and I haven't started. Sweet baby Jeebus. Uh, I am now going to begin the consolation rounds. I was stalling briefly. Uh, and the reason that I was briefly stalling was because I needed to look up something. Um, the first matchup is Phi Delta Slam versus Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. And I know they are the Jurassic Express. I believe that is their name. So they both have names. Um, I have seen both of them. I believe I have seen a Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus match, I think. Um, I don't see a whole lot of historical context outside of the fact that Jungle Boy is Luke Perry's son. Um, and I now can tell you with confidence. I could have told you this before, but I can tell you now with confidence that Phi Delta Slam is Big Tilly and Bruno Sassy. Um, I did know that, but I looked it up just to be sure. Uh, so since there is no, why did I say Phi Delta Slam? Um, since there is no great rule to follow here, I'm going with the team I like the best. So Phi Delta Slam will win and advance. And where did I put this? I put it right under or did I skip a line? I like it. I like every page to look the same if I can. Uh, so Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, despite being a wrestling dinosaur, are now in the double losers bracket. Sorry. Uh, the FBI versus the Destruction Crew. This is the FBI that is J.T. Smith and Little Guido. Early FBI. Funny. Not the best FBI. As much as I liked J.T. Smith and Little Guido, they were kind of, they were funny. That's not kind of. They were funny as a team. Um, it wasn't, you know, you needed Tracy Smothers. You needed Tommy Rich. You needed Sally Graziano uh, for that stable to really take off. And, you know, I, I understand now. Uh, they didn't have to tell me, but I was asking a lot of Glenn and Jeremy and Brandon Banks I believe is bowling. Ah, interesting connection here. I believe right now that Brandon Banks is bowling at a place called Beverly Lanes. The Destruction Crew, Wayne Bloom and Mike Enos, would go on to be da, 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 the Beverly Brothers. It's all meant to be. All of this is meant to be. Um, I'm asking a lot of them to do so many hot tags. I'm going to stop asking them. I'm going to stop. If they choose to send me any, great. If they choose to send me any in hindsight, also great, but I'm not sure what I'm going to, you know, am I allowed to go retroactively based on a hot tag? I guess I could. I guess I could change my opinion based on new information. That's the whole thing of life, isn't it? You're supposed to leave yourself open to have your mind changed due to new facts. That's one of the problems in our society. We do not, and we, I mean the broader we, the seven billion we, um, we do not allow ourselves often um, to feel like we can have our opinion changed and our beliefs changed based on new information and new facts. Um, I am going to continue doing the tournament. I'm, 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 in a, I'm in a chatty mood, I guess. Uh, so the destruction crew gets the win. Uh, you know, I had hoped for one from uh, somebody, but again, I'm going to stop assuming I'm going to get that. Destruction Crew gets the win. FBI will take on Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus in the Constellation. Um, 
you know, this is an easy one. This is a no doubter. Don't even need, despite the fact that uh, Danny Doring and Amish Roadkill do not have a name. They were never named. They were never a named team. Um, they're taking on the Southern Rockers, who would go on to become well done. Timothy Well and Stephen Dunn. I know both. I know all of them. Um, but I think we all can agree that there is one rule that trumps them all. Even if Dory and Ro- Doring and Roadkill lost to Muda and Chono, which you want to talk about going back in time and changing your opinions. I'm not sure why I did that. Um, Amish Roadkill is Amish. That is one of the core. That is not even a rule. That is a commandment. Amish Roadkill is Amish. So they have to get the win. Southern Rockers in the Constellation. Southern Rockers. What is on my link? Sometimes I'm worried I have bugs in here. Anyways. Uh, the final matchup uh, would be a great one. This would be a fantastic match to watch if you had the ability. Uh, the team of Brian Pillman and Tom Zank, who may have had a name that I don't remember, are taking on Team Rhodes Scholars, Cody Rhodes and Damian Sandow. That's an excellent match for great wrestlers um that would be really fun you know it's a it's a shame we can't do that you know somebody out there has probably made the z-man in a video game so there's a world in which you could make this happen at least in a simulation but uh i do not know i must have seen pillman and zank probably in wcw in some Clash of Champions, that team screams to me Clash of Champions, but I don't recall it vividly. And Road Scholars has a name. If Pillman and Zank have a name, I'm not aware of it, and I'm not willing to look it up. So I will give the win to Team Road Scholars. Uh, Pillman and Zank have a very good chance of defeating um, the Southern Rockers, because while my rules are rules, they're really more like guidelines. I'll remind us all that uh, Doring and Roadkill will not take on Team Road Scholars when I do the second round of the tournament proper. Whoever loses in the second round will go down and face these teams in a reverse situation. So Team Road Scholars will face the loser of uh, the British Bulldogs and Batista and Rey Mysterio. So I don't think I'm spoiling anything by saying um, the Road Scholars will take on Batista and Mysterio. Another good match. All right. We've done a page, and we're 19 minutes in. This is going great. Uh, We are here. Oh, I should put a hot tag in. Man. Uh, Jeremy sent a hot tag in on Gino Hernandez and Chris Adams. They're at the bottom of this uh, page of the brackets. I'm just thinking to myself that, yeah, I should probably put that in again um even though we've already heard it i should probably put it in a second time right maybe not maybe you'll remember it wasn't that long ago for you it was a little bit longer for me but it wasn't that long ago for you you just heard it this past week my week not your week you're in the future that's time travel i'm talking to you in the future um either way i'll think about it uh the first match is enzo and Cass versus the colossal kongs I should pause. I know I want to get moving, but I want to also recognize 
people who deserve to be recognized. Um, William Morrissey, a.k.a. Big Cass, disappeared, was battling demons, was battling problems. I had heard that he was getting his life back in order. He had started to wrestle again. He recently, at the latest Impact pay-per-view, returned, uh, looked great, was on Impact, cut a very decent promo. Um, you know, I was never wild about Enzo Amore. Truth be told, I was never super wild about Big Cass either. I thought it was very interesting that they gave him a brief singles run. Like, he was in a match for the Universal title at one point um, in a Fatal 4-Way, I'm pretty sure, that Kevin Owens won, if that's the one I'm thinking of. Uh, I'm very glad. Redemption stories are always nice. So if he really does have his life back together and is, is looking to do good things, I hope we see him in WWE. I hope he goes to Impact, does well in Impact, makes his way back to WWE. Maybe he will, maybe he won't. Either way, good for him. Uh, having said that, there's no way they're beating the Colossal Kongs. The Colossal Kongs were colossal, and they wore ridiculous masks, and I love them. So Enzo and Cass, sorry Cass, but uh, you're in the double losers bracket. Uh, the Jersey Triad versus Ishii and Yano. Uh, New Japan never gets a huge amount of love in these tournaments, I have probably since the last time, maybe. I have recently, within the last month or so, canceled my New Japan subscription. It's the first time in a couple of years I was giving them yen on a monthly basis for a couple of years. Happy to support them. Uh, I don't like Will Ospreay. I don't like what Will Ospreay stands for. And I that was what I, had, I hadn't watched in a very long time. And I was still willing to just passively give them my money to support a wrestling promotion. Um, but that was that was the straw that broke my back. And so I'm now keeping my yen, and I should come up with something else to do with it. Um, so New Japan doesn't get a lot of love. I didn't love the Jersey Triad, however, so despite the fact that they have a name, uh, Toru Yano, you know, if I could just send money for him, I would, because uh, he's amazing, and so is Ishii. So the Jersey Triad will take on Enzo and Cass, which would be an entertaining matchup because it's the Jersey Triad, and uh, they're from Long Island, I think. Is that where Enzo and Cass are from? So that would be an entertaining. The promos and the jawing back and forth, I would watch that. Uh, next up, BJ Whitmer and Jimmy Jacobs, who apparently didn't have a name, uh, taking on Rhett Titus and Kenny King. I am familiar with all four of these wrestlers. Uh, it's a Ring of Honor matchup um i don't know that i've ever seen jimmy jacobs wrestle uh so i have seen king and titus wrestle so despite the fact that i don't love them the rules are always the default when i don't have a strong opinion that's when i go back to the rules so i'm giving the win to king and titus whitmer and jacobs in the constellation all right the matchup here is the briscoes versus the team of gino or hernandez and uh, Gentleman Chris Adams. Now, I'm not going to play the hot tag, and there's a reason for it. Hear me out. I'm not going to play the hot tag because I don't need it to make this decision, and I've already heard it. Um, and since starting this tournament, I have watched uh, more than a handful of Gino Hernandez matches on YouTube. So, uh, But I think Gino and Chris Adams easily beat the early Ring of Honor Briscoes, they don't need help. So I will save Jeremy's hot tag 
And if there does come a time in a matchup that I think it calls for, uh, I will break that back out. Um, so to give you an idea, again, I'm kind of spoiling things, but you'll forget. So will I. Uh, Gino and Chris Adams will take on the loser of the Hart Foundation versus the Quebecers. Now, I that's not as you know an easy of a thing. You would think the Hart Foundation would get the easy win. I'm not so sure. I don't know how easy it would be. Uh, and so whether or not Gino and Chris Adams is facing the Hart Foundation or the Quebecers, that is probably a matchup that I might need a hot tag for because I'm very fond of the Quebecers, and I'm quite fond of the Hart Foundation as well. So we'll save Jeremy's hot tag for when it is really needed. Page 19, we're doing great. Um, the Armstrongs versus the Moondogs. I default to my rules. Uh, this is, I have to believe, Scott and Steve. It is Scott and Steve. Um, they both have names, technically. Uh, there is no historical context that I'm aware of. I don't think I've ever seen a Moondogs match, which I'm probably the lesser for, but it's a true statement. I don't know that I've ever seen it. So based on that alone, uh, Scott and Steve Armstrong, perennial uh, WCW enhancement talent, now won a very successful referee. I'm not sure what Steve's doing, but either way, uh, they advance. And the Moondogs go into the double loser's bracket. Uh, the team of Eli Drake and James Storm taking on the Varsity Blondes. This is not the Dirty Blondes. This is the Varsity Blondes, which I'm pretty sure is an AEW tag team. I have no idea who's in it. Uh, and so I'm going to give Drake and Storm the win. Excuse me. I'm going to give James Storm and L.A. Knight the win. Um, and I should some point try to figure out who the varsity blondes are uh another new japan team uh chase owens and takahashi this would be i'm guessing the tokyo version not daryl version uh taking on a team that crazily enough had lost to the primetime players i don't feel badly about that one um larry henning and harley race i don't think we need to really uh, belabor that uh, Larry Henning and Harley Race would wipe the floor and probably their butts with Chase Owens and Takahashi yeah I went there I went blue a little blue this episode uh, last one this would be a very fun match uh, Head Cheese Al Snow and Steve Blackman Comedy Gold Russell Silly Greatness uh, versus Show Miz um, obviously the big show in the Miz. Uh, while I loved head cheese and it was a, I really thought it was a very smart thing to take your comedy guy in Al Snow who has legit wrestling and martial arts skills and putting him in with a legit fighter in Steve Blackman who struggled to find anything resembling a personality. He is one of those black holes of charisma that we used to talk about back in the day. Um, it was a very good way of doing it because uh, Steve Blackman playing the straight man to Al Snow's goofiness made him more charismatic. He needed Al Snow. Um, 
So that and having said all of that, they can't beat Showmiz. Come on, they can't meet Showmiz. You know who they really couldn't meet? Beat Showbo. Everybody, it's Showbo. Uh, I love this. Can I tell you? You know, uh, while I want to get through this, obviously, and I, I am having a great time. You know, I I try to remember as often as I can, um, both with the regular podcast and with this, that I am doing something, and technically, if we count Patreon, I am getting paid, even if it's nine ninety nine a month, um, to do something that I would happily do for free. I would happily sit and talk to GQ and Doc Manson every week for free. I would happily sit and do a tournament like this and did many, many times for free and would be just delighted about it. So the fact that I get to do it, there's an audience, people seem to enjoy it, even if it's just a small handful. I'm very happy. I want you to know I'm having a great time. Uh, Not as much as I would if I was watching this next matchup. Oh, the new Midnight Express, bombastic, bodacious, and the young pistols now take out everything that you feel jeremy about the new midnight express and how terrible you think that gimmick was bob holly and bart gunn bob holly quality wrestler bart gunn decent wrestler the young pistols tracy smothers and steve armstrong tracy smothers excellent wrestler steve armstrong probably competent wrestler this would be a very fun match, I say. And while I have, I, I am tempted to give the win to the new Midnight Express. I won't. I've seen the Young Pistols. I've seen the Southern Boys wrestle. They are very good. Uh, they absolutely should win this match. Uh, a team I have not seen. Crimson and Matt Morgan taking on the Rainbow Express. I'm going to guess, and this is the first time, actually, in this episode, we're half an hour in, that I am uh, opening up. Actually, that's not true. I looked up Fidel to slam. First time in a while. This is, yes. This is Lenny Lane and Kiwi. I was pretty sure about that. Uh, has to be them. Because, again, I've watched that. I've seen that recently. I still have impact. I want to talk about things I haven't seen. Um, I still don't quite understand how their you know, things work, if the new shows come up. And I always have issues with, you know, when do I start? What if I don't understand what's going on sort of things? I never know when to start watching something. Um, but I should go back and start watching impact again because it was fun watching the old stuff. Uh, so, I'll say this. New Midnight Express are in the double losers bracket, but they're taking on Crimson and Matt Morgan. If somebody doesn't try to convince me why Crimson and Matt Morgan should get the win, the New Midnights are not getting into the triple losers bracket. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, another great match. Carlito and Primo, the Cologne brothers, taking on D'Lo Brown and Mark Henry from the nation. That's tough. That's tough. That's tough. I got to go with D'Lo and Mark Henry because 
uh, I can guarantee that I have seen them wrestle as a tag team. I'm not sure if I ever saw Carlito and Primo. That's all lost years stuff. Maybe they wrestled at a pay-per-view that I watched. Maybe they didn't. So while I think that team would be very good, got to go with my rules. Team I've seen beats the team I haven't. Uh, and the last one, uh, Spanish announced team, the Maximo brothers, and the Time Splitters, who lost to the oh bad, bad bracket for the Time Splitters to get paired up with the Brothers of Destruction. That's just unfortunate because they should have won, and they will definitely win um, here. The SAT, you know, not a bad team, Jose and Joel, right? Yeah, Jose and Joel, which I always thought was interesting. Two J's pronounced either way. Um, they're not a bad team. And a matchup with them against Carlito and Primo would probably be excellent. But, yeah, time, slitter, time splitters, not time slitters, that's a different team. The time splitters just had a bad, bad matchup in that first round. All right, page 21. Uh, the ding-dongs. Ding-a-ding-ding-a-ding-ding-a-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-
what to do, what to do, because well, let's go through. Uh, named versus not named, not a factor. Um, what are my other rules? Seen versus not seen. I've seen Rick. No, I I've seen Raven and Tommy Dreamer as a tag team. I know I have. I probably have seen Manny Fernandez and Rick Root. And going on a historical context, Raven and Dreamer was an all-time feud. That story was all-time. I'd put it in the Hall of Fame if they gave Hall of Fame spots to storylines. So I'm going to go with Raven and Tommy Dreamer, even though as a tag team, they probably weren't as good as Manny and Rick Rude. Once again, I invite someone to come and tell me why I was wrong. Maybe you will be the first person to make me do a retraction here on this tournament and make some changes. The power is yours. Uh, the last matchup on this page is Revolution versus Evil and Sonata. Revolution is Abyss and I'm assuming James Storm. Thankfully, I wrote that down. Otherwise, I was thinking of the Shane Douglas stable from WCW. Um, I don't have any recollection of Abyss and uh, James Storm as a tag team. I do know Evil and Sonata. So New Japan's getting some more love now. Uh, so, yeah. So, Evil and Sonata will win. Revolution into the Constellations, where they will probably, again, lose to Manny and Rick Rude, unless... Someone wants to change my mind. Next up, page 22. Oh, Rybaxel versus High Energy. High Energy, of course, Coco Beware and Owen Hart. And clearly, they destroy Rybaxel. Uh, Brad and Scott Armstrong taking on the best friends. Oh, yeah, we have that Armstrong... Rhodes Brothers matchup that was, again, probably very good. Um, Best Friends has a name. I've probably watched them wrestle between New Japan and what little AEW I watched in the early days. I can't tell you if I've watched Brad and Scott Armstrong be a tag team. So I, I'll go with the Best Friends. I don't feel great about it, but it feels like it should probably be the right decision. And I know very well that Brad and Scott will defeat Ryback. Uh, Furnace and Crawford. Not Furnace and Lafon. This is Doug Furnace and Dan Crawford. So this is their non-WWF slash ECW time. Uh, taking on the Second City Saints, who would be, I think, CM Punk and Colt Cabana. I'm pretty confident about that. I could look it up, but I don't want to. Now pondering this I don't think I've seen either team I've watched Furnace and Lafon. I don't know that I've seen although wait maybe in ECW it might have been in fact now I'm starting to think in ECW it may have been that they started out as Furnace and Crawford and then changed during their brief run into Furnace and Lafon because this was at the time when ECW was kind of quietly we don't talk about it but quietly was a wwf subsidiary and you would have 
you know, two cold Scorpio could go back and forth and things like that. So in that case, I have seen them as a team, which puts them ahead of the Second City Saints. Um, not a whole lot of historical context unless you count, if it is Punk and Cabana, um, their fallout, which is not good. So I'll give the win, since I, I have seen Furnace and Crawford, I will give them the win over the Second City Saints. And then the East-West Connection, which is Ventura and Adonis taking on uh, Rollins and Reigns, which would probably be a great match. Um, I know that in my big YouTube spreadsheet I made of all the wrestling on YouTube, there is some East-West Connection stuff. I just haven't seen it yet. So I'm giving the win to Rollins and Reigns. I don't think that's a reach. And... While I reserve the right to change that opinion, if the East-West connection is just amazing, I will try to watch some of that before um, I get to them against the Second City Saints in the double losers bracket so that I can at least make more of an informed decision. All right. Page 23. I think we will do eight. We'll get to page 24. We'll call this an episode. We're already past the 40-minute mark, and we'll get this done in four. Perfect bracket number, probably for the best. Uh, Deuce and Domino versus Heavy Machinery. No question there. We give this to Tucker and Otis. Uh, Kenny Omega and Adam Page versus Black Rain and Relic. Once again, I've seen Black Rain and Relic. I've seen them as a team. I was, that was part of my TNA viewing experience. Don't think I've seen Kenny Omega and Alan, Alan, Adam Page as a team. So I'm giving the win to Black Rain and Relic. We'll see if Omega and Page can beat Deuce and Domino. Another team that technically I think I've seen. We'll get there. Uh, the High Flyers versus Bulldog. How did Bulldog and Owen lose? Who did they face? The Grizzled Young... Oh, it was a hot tag. It was a hot tag. The Grizzled Young Veterans defeat Bulldog and Owen. Wow. Bulldog and Owen. While I preferred Owen and Yoko, Bulldog and Owen were an excellent team. Um, and yes, they will defeat... Um, the High Flyers, Greg Gagne and Jim Brunson. Pretty sure. Uh I pause there because, uh, once again, I think this has happened multiple times. I am waiting. We're waiting on groceries. Actually, our second order of the day. Um, and this is the first person. We have known that shoppers go to multiple houses. I think I've had a conversation. I was, I was yelling at somebody, I think, in a recent episode of this. Um, this is the first time, so I won't go into huge detail. This is the first time that somebody has chatted with us via the shopping service to tell us that they are shopping for multiple households. This is the first person who is honest about it. Um, I, I do appreciate that. And they have said at the time, I wanted to let you know that I'm shopping for multiple house households, and at the time of delivery, you will be the first delivery. I hope so, because if I look past the nursing home, I can see the flag in the parking lot of the grocery store. You may ask yourself why, if I can see it, um, why am I not going there? I am fully vaccinated, and the reason is I don't want to. Um, I'm enjoying 
not having to do that. Something else. Oh, he did a crush brother man sort of thing. Thanks, Garrett. Anyways, let's get back to it. Bulldog and Owen defeat the High Flyers, no question. Uh, Road Dog and X-Pac versus Scum, another Jimmy Jacobs team. Technically, I have seen the Road Dog and X-Pac, so they will advance. Last page, friends. We've made it. Um, the Highlanders versus the Dynamic Dudes. Is that Shane Douglas and Donnie, Johnny Ace? Is that what they were called? I think so. Looking it up, sorry. Shane Douglas and Johnny Ace. Yeah. I think they came out on skateboards. They were like, they were like with the kids, despite the fact that Johnny Ace was probably like 50 years old. Um, if there's anything I like less than giving Lex Luger a win, it is giving Shane Douglas a win, but the Highlanders were terrible. And I have watched the Dynamic Dudes again, another Clash of the Champions team, pretty sure. So, regrettably, Shane Douglas will get a win on these airwaves. Uh, the Blue Bloods versus the Edgeheads. This is Regal and Dave Taylor, who, again, hot tag, lost to the Twin Towers, can't argue. Um, they will wipe the floor with a very young Ryder and Hawkins. Uh, don't think that's a reach. Uh, the team of Makabe um, and Hanma versus Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy, who lost to Finjuice. Probably because Bray and Matt were not a team for that long. Finjuice, again, another team in Impact right now. Good for them. Um, yes, but despite my love for New Japan that's happening in this episode, uh, I got to give the win to Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy. That was a good team. Didn't last long, but it was fun. And then defines Divine Storm versus the Crusher and the Bruiser. Well. Rules. I've seen Divine Storm. Watched him on the first Ring of Honor show, I want to say, or the second. I have both on DVD, pretty sure. Um, have not seen the Crusher and the Bruiser as a tag team. I don't know if the Crusher and the Bruiser counts as a team name when that was just both of their nicknames. Um, then again, Divine Storm is Chris Divine and Quiet Storm. So um, there's probably some historical context from the Crusher and the Bruiser, but I don't know it. So again, maybe somebody will yell at me. I hope so, because I'm giving the win to Divine Storm. Just due to my own ignorance, I suppose. So there we have it, friends. As I throw my pen down, uh, we have gone eight pages. Pretty good run through this, considering I spent 12 minutes just chatting with you. Uh, there are eight more pages to go. And then looking ahead, how I think this is going to work is the next episode I'll do 25 through 32. We'll finish the consolation round. And then I have a choice. Do I go back to the tournament proper? get some bigger names in there or do I try to get the double losers bracket sort of done because I've got two double losers brackets per page I'm pondering it's probably a wise idea to do a mega episode and try to get all that done 
So that's probably what will happen. We'll do one more Constellation episode. We'll do a big Double Losers Bracket episode, get that done, because at that point I'm going to need to do some rewriting, make some new pages, um, and then I think that will be that. So thank you for joining me on this episode of By the Book. The Tournament of Nerdiness continues rolling on uh, to its inevitable conclusion whenever that happens. Uh, I appreciate you joining me. I appreciate you being a part of this ride. I'm grateful for you every day. And I mean that sincerely. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. This chapter is closed. Let me finish my water. We'll see you the next time we go by the book. <laughs>